It's recording. Oh my goodness. Hi, Derevic. How are you doing? Hope you hope you're doing well, right? It's <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> a drastic change of tone from last last episode. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit of time has elapsed. Where are we coming from today, Stephanie? I'm at, the, um, I'm, at, I'm at the I'm at the news desk here. You're a correspondent. Where are you at? Where are you at today? Calling out to you. Big hollow ho- hole in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's all black. It's are you in the same? Out. Are you the same hollow cave that I'm in, or is we in a different? Is it an echo chamber? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Terabang, you're coming. You're. I'm sorry. Um, the two of us, the majority count in this trio we have going on right now um we are in a place of i wouldn't say hopeless laughter maybe abject despair <laughs> just abject despair. <laughs> but somehow it's just at the point where um the despair has just turned into you know acceptance and then there's nothing you can do but and it's not that late it's not no. that late. We're not that sleep deprived. Shamefully, going we're not the, like delirious yet. Yeah, going through the checklist of things. Yeah, we're not delirious. We are sober. It's yeah. shamefully early in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> um. So really, it's it's it is all on us. And uh, and we are not um swayed currently by any substances or you, you said know, like that drinking or alcohol. Okay, I wasn't sure. I kind of turned out. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're not even. <laughs> I was just thinking about how to. By repeating extend. it, it makes it sound less convincing that we really are sober. Oh no, <laughs> I just had some green tea. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not particularly flavored. It's about the fourth cup in. How so. do you how do you consume your tea? Tea? Yes. At least in this Hot. instance. Hot, Hot, but it's a tea bag, loose leaf. Oh, uh, generally tea bag unless I'm feeling fancy, and then I'll break out the loose leaf. I've I've learned about like you know with green tea you can get like that green matcha powder, that fancy looking whisk that looks like oh, a small like yeah. a small version of those really wonderful scalp massagers. I have one; it's so great. Yeah. Um, I can't be bothered. There's like a whole process you can do, and you can really get into it. I just that be one of your bumper stickers. I can't be bothered. That that's like the motto of my life. Probably. In some cases, yes. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Mine would one of mine I know would be a, especially where I'm coming at right now would be, hey, comma, I'll take it. Just thinking, <laughs> it's a great album cover if <laughs> both of them. You know, I can't be bothered for like the working title, <laughs> or yeah. hey, I'll take it. <laughs> it's like a free CD <laughs> <laughs> with like the paper sleeve. And like, and the and the album covers printed. Low budget. Yeah, the print uh, the cover art is printed, but you can see that the lines of the printer and it's like watermark against like just regular printer paper. And but you can the see ink toner is just running ink out. Toner's just now cuts <laughs> out. And then the the scissor mark you can see with a little bit of the white border is on it. Or, or it's not completely straight. It's not totally like it's, straight. It's manually cut. So <laughs> it's definitely manually cut. Like it's a bit crooked in many places, yeah. you know. That's uh-huh. the hey, I'll take it. Done by an intern who's definitely unpaid and, you know, just wanted some experience in the music industry, but didn't ask for this. 
<laughs> yeah, and they don't know. They don't know what to. I was gonna say don't. They don't know what to write their parents back. I'm like, you don't have to write a letter to your parents back home. You can just call them. I don't know what century I'm in. You know, this is nothing to write home about. I think that term has really been used for decades at this point. I can't imagine. I, I can't remember the last time I heard that used, but yeah, you're right. It's like I can't fairly... imagine like for my for my family like moving far away and they're like expecting like a call when I arrive and they hear nothing until like a month later they get a letter of like I've arrived it's wonderful here <laughs> the roads are horrible but no worries no like, worries I've probably good. traveled it 50 times by the time you've already received <laughs> this letter <laughs> it's just so considerate to just only communicate by mail but it's Arabic. It's I had a question. I had a question that I wanted yeah. to ask the group. I did. We've definitely digressed from that opener. Yeah. Can we still use the cave metaphor if we've gone down like a like yeah a, rabbit hole? Yep, definitely. Of, of, the cave, mm-hmm. of this empty cave. Oh, that for sure. Is yeah. our souls at this point? Yeah. We're fine. Ter- we are. Somewhere. We are actually. I mean, we're okay. We. I don't want to be. I, I don't want to say we're okay or okay. Like, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> I hope Thank we're okay. I hope we're okay. If you're concerned and terrible about our condition and our stability throughout the remainder of the episode, I think if you want to fast forward to the, we do have the music list set to go. That is going yeah. to be. You can just listen to that. If like, you want to skip ahead, I understand. But we're going to have a few more things to chat about until then. But I totally understand if you're thinking these people, crazy, need to get absolutely nuts a little bit more put together <laughs> like it's almost disrespectful how ill-prepared we're coming off stephanie <laughs> even though we've been doing i think almost two and a half hours of prep for this episode <laughs> i was just thinking how i said absolutely nuts and then before this we started recording we were talking about different types of nuts and their morphology. Yes, yes, we were. How my brain was so smooth, and I was trying to fig- figure out the smoothest nut of them all, and I was just going through all the all the nuts. Walnuts. Your inside joke level, index level, is so <laughs> high right now because I can feel for entire. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, there's 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 walnuts, macadamia nuts, almonds, and you know all those things. And some of them have like you know some ridges. Some of them deeper grooves, and yes, you know the almonds just have a little bit of you know skin. They're fairly smooth, but they have a little skin, and the skin's a little ridgy. So you know you could say that they're. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I think I've come to the conclusion that macadamia are like very very smooth, <laughs> and that's like my brain right now. <laughs> And just, you know, no wrinkles, so there's nothing in there. It's just hollow. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you were going to pose Meet a question Stephanie. to me. You're going to pose a question to me. A question to me, for me, and this might be something that you just witness on and listen to. It might just be in Terabang and I, because I think I have enough wits right now to at least garner through it. Um, the question, it's a hypothetical situ- hypothetical question we've oh, asked I love a few them. in the past. Yes. Um, you can get as deep and grim and awful about this if you want, but don't put that blame on me because I'm just pitching an innocent question here. It is, if you could unlearn a fact of life and or be, I guess we'd explain it also to a memory, but I'm mainly gearing more towards fact of life that you feel really kind of burst the bubble and burst the magic around something for you. Um, 
if you could reverse that process and be go back to being ignorant about this fact of life and then still be able to function and be successful in living the rest of your life, what would that fact of life be that you just kind of like, I, I want to just continue to live in blissful ignorance of this. And I want to go back to that state because learning too much about this thing kind of just took away the magic and um, yeah. That's my question. So I would not say what is a memory you wish you could unlearn. It's more of just like a semantic, like unlearning. I have no idea because I love learning so much. And I kind of, part of the fun about life is just like delving deeper into figuring out how things work or why things work or how things work. But how cool would it be if you didn't know physics worked? I'm thinking of natural phenomenons that involve like things like physics. But that's dangerous territory to walk because you'd be going back to like the dark ages and like, ooh, an apple fell from the tree. Must be magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why I put that conditional clause in there. Like you're magically protected somehow. So it's you're able to get through life and um... look a lot like a simpleton if you're like, oh, my God, things (laughs) fell. (laughs) I was Um, thinking like because for me I guess I have to go a little bit back to like chronological time of like when I was a kid like for me maybe like leaves changing color by season like that would be kind of neat if it was just like oh just magically happens sometimes magic time of year it's a magic time of year like like you base because like oh Halloween's coming up so that means leaves will change or like I would maybe link it to like something happening in my life and like, oh, it's so magical. Um, but the real reason is still very cool to me. That's what it's just like, that mm. that would be something. Um, and Tara Bang, thoughts thinking about? I'm still trying to figure out what. Um birds what about birds their legs don't get cold and i just thought that was so cool and magical but now i you know i understand about like because there's thermal thermal regulation through a body and and whatnot oh i got one why your um in your body like why your veins look differently and why they look um you want to unlearn that like why they look blue and green under your skin because like your the color of your skin like changes yeah but i just like be like oh like as a kid you thought oh actually that's the like that's the color of it i can't tell whether my <laughs> my veins are either blue or green i feel like it changes depending on how hard i look sometimes <laughs> yeah, but, you, but you feel like opened up your you like opened yourself up though you know it becomes like, red yeah it becomes red blood but... will be coming out you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> you need to call 911. Yeah. But like, I thought that was neat of like, whoa, like my, like that's the color of it. Ah, okay, okay. Like just naturally, that's just what vein mm-hmm. color mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like when you color in those coloring books for like science class, you know, they make you color it blue. So it's natural yes. to think that the blood is blue. Yeah, that would be one. You still have nothing, Stephanie. Mm, maybe like why colors work but I don't I feel like we expand on that a lot of 
you know, like, why are sunsets, you know, orange and blue, oh. sometimes green, you know, and then I'm like, oh, it's an atmosphere. But then if you just kind of like take it at face value, just like, oh, it's a nice picture, which I guess I do. But then I always kind of think about like the ionosphere and like stuff that goes with that. And I don't know, I, I overthink a lot of things. So maybe it's just better sometimes to be a little more simple minded. <laughs> I get that. What about, ooh, for me, like the materials of like glass and like mirrors, like reflective mirrors. Oh, okay. Like growing up, I thought mirrors were like really magical because I didn't understand how it was like perfectly reflective. Kind of yeah. not like perfectly reflective, but like you're looking right at yourself. Yeah. Thought that was really cool. Um, and then like glass, how it's like clear, but a hard material. And like how it's like created. Okay. And it's so smooth and everything. Synthesized or something. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Sorry for the dead air, guys. I I'm just trying to think, and then I got into a little digression with myself about like Czech glass versus um, modern <laughs> modern glass, <laughs> and then double painted paned windows. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I, I have a corollary to this of like. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I am glad, one thing that comes to mind right now, I am glad that I know what headaches are. Because like I, I deal with migraines. And if I didn't know that it was just due to like mild inflammation and what not, caused it, yeah. And not my brain like becoming magma. Dying. Yeah. Um, that is nice. That helps me relax tremendously because if I really didn't know that. Yeah, that's I... a good point. Like, you know, if you don't know the pain, then, uh, or like what causes the pain, then I feel like the pain could feel like it's the end of the world. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, especially when it's quite painful. Like understanding how immensely sensitive nerves are. Mm. Like, just the slightest pressure or disruption can cause just like immense pain. And your body is not like, Shutting I down. had a sinus headache the other day Ooh. and um, it it was uh, quite recent too and there was a lot of things in flux so I think it was due to the stress but um, the sinus like came and it came to like the back of my eyeballs which is like the worst place to be because you can't alleviate it anywhere you go and you can't yeah. take like an Advil because I didn't eat dinner or breakfast whatever meal was apropos <laughs> at the time i <laughs> kind of mentally blocked what time of day it was it was just so <laughs> awful but I hadn't eaten a meal so I couldn't take like a Advil or ibuprofen mm-hmm. in whatever country you may be in um but I couldn't take one of those because you're not supposed to take those without you know eating a meal and I didn't have mm-hmm. access to food at the time and then I you know definitely puked a couple times and oh. had to just lay down and <laughs> sort of pass out sorry <laughs> to hear that it just felt it just drained away and felt better no yeah. it was all right you know I, I thought I was gonna die at the time and no one was gonna hear from me <laughs> but except me when I reached out and said hey when are we doing the next episode <laughs> and I'm like she's so rude she's not responding <laughs> um, what's she yeah. doing would have been found dead two weeks later <laughs> every t- <laughs> complaining neighbor <laughs> um but, but you no, knew I, when you had it you immediately recognized this is a sinus headache yeah but i just didn't have the resources to alleviate it yeah. so it was just yeah. like just snowballing into worseness but I, I was just like maybe if i just lay down it'll, it'll just pass and then you know thankfully it did 
and I didn't end up dying. That's nice. <laughs> I'm so glad. You I, I'm glad to be here too, where I could just laugh about it weeks later. <laughs> well, that's, that's a bit what we wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah. About today of the word of the day is humor. With the U. With the U. H U M O R. A very. Oh, I, no, I was going to. Sorry, I guess two U's. H U M O U R. For the Brit inclined. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, a strange word to me in the English language, considering sure. it's describing like something that's funny. Like to me, the word funny is just like, got it. Humor. That comes from. <clears throat> excuse me the anatomical like just uh sure. word for fluids right. right like your vitreous humor which is like the the jelly stuff in your eyes um or there's a whole bunch of different humors i like humorous like the arm in your bone <laughs> in the upper in your upper arm because yep. it's you know the end of it is where your funny bone area is so nobody has ever laughed when they bumped their funny bone everyone just screams in pain come on (laughs) exactly so i worse than when you stub your toe it's like a not Mm. great feeling Mm -mm. but anyways Mm. drifting away from (laughs) from just really intense but you know not the most significant body pains but that still (laughs) just completely can end your day despite being minuscule seeming (laughs) You know, how does humor, you know, humor, one of its things that it can do is like it's a coping method and whether or not, and also I think, you know, the element of time with it, of you may not be laughing at the time, but there's a subjective amount of time that can pass and elapse and um, hopefully, hopefully, maybe, and there's the way your memory processes and stores that experience, you can find some humor in it sometimes it requires a person who was also experiencing the same thing shared with you shared experience they can kind of like gear the recollection of it at the moment in a funny shed it and to be in a, in a funny funny light uh but sometimes you know on your own self you're like yeah that was so bad it was funny because it was just so it was so ridiculously bad it was just almost- like perhaps the way you handled it or <laughs> Or the the way that the cards played out, or just the the way the dominoes fell. Yes. So I don't know, but I know that's that is a trait. It's a trait that is not necessarily universal for everybody mm-hmm. all the time. But I didn't know about interrobang for you if if you've ever felt that way, or is that something that comes with age? Did I? I don't know if I recalled doing that as a young kid. Not necessarily. I I think it's it's uh transcendence not the right word, but like it it can span across all ages. I'm interested in cultures, not to shoot your <laughs> your age thing down, but different mm-hmm. cultures have different senses of humor. Absolutely. Uh, you know, perhaps like the way you see things in TV shows or the way that you know media portrays other cultures or it's like learned that's like learned humor a bit because it's like what you're exposed to and sure. like taught and conditioned like you know if a tv show is classified as comedy you're like ah this is funny then it's meant to be funny yeah but then you laugh at a murder movie and you're like oh my favorite (laughs) wrong with me wait Um, i have i do have to confess i i feel like i somehow ended up with 
liking dark humor, dark comedy stuff more than I do, like, I guess what people would call classic American, not slapstick necessarily. There's slapstick just... comedy, there's... Slapstick, that, that, that's also like Spongebob and Charlie Chaplin, you know, and, and Mr. Bean. Laurel and Hardy. Laurel and... and Hardy, yeah, so it's... It's not necessarily like it's that's so American, but it's just I don't know. There's something very optimistic about American comedy, whereas I think abject despair is more the heart of British comedy, and somehow that resonates better with me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a more accurate reflection. <laughs> accurate of yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a cultural aspect. And yeah, so based on like Stephanie's, Stephanie and I's experience, we have most experience between, yeah, the UK, mo- modern, more modern um, UK versus American humor difference. And for me, like, a, like an example of this is like the productions of the Office TV shows, how mm. there was the British version, which from what I understand, I've seen parts of it, but when it was came out, it was quite popular and successful, and enough to catch the glimmer of, to glimmer and catch the eye of American producers and Hollywood, Hollywood. And for them to make an American version, which is like, you know, I mean, very an, successful, analogous characters, basic similar premise, um, but I don't know, maybe more successful than the Office, British Office oh, or UK. I, I think it definitely was. I mean, it was commissioned for. Well, with the standard LA Hollywood model, you know, keep commissioning it until people hate it and then keep commissioning a couple more seasons and then stop it. So I think it ran for like eight or 10 seasons. It was yeah. Definitely run out so that the humor just was not great anymore. But I mean, like, not, not that one is funnier than the other, but just showing how, like, and, so, and, and then also with that example of how I feel that Americans don't really find the British one very funny and it's vice versa they're both kind of dry but in their own separate ways yeah just but just to highlight the distinction between the two um and it's just it's just funny i just always like it when you're you're told like yeah this is so popular and hilarious where i'm from you're gonna love it and you watch it and you're just kind of like waiting for the funny part yeah or you're like or you see the joke happen and, and unfold you're like oh Oh, okay that was the punchline oh okay but like you just can't it goes either right over your head like the person right who three. recommended it to you they're just like cracking up they're cracking you up know, laughing and bees knees best thing i've ever heard all yeah. week you're like looking at them looking back at the screen and you're like i, mm, <laughs> I not need me. to replay that i want to get i want to like this i want to find it funny um and then no that's a great point you make yeah about the cultural distinction another one for me would be like um not with the coping but like you know, I have experience with some kind of like um, somatic body work therapy modalities. And I break that down for me, please. Sorry. Yeah. Like body work, you know, like utilizing the body, like your physical body and the modality of, you know, the type of therapy of, um, of laughing yoga. There might be a more technical term. There's a is. laughing yoga. <laughs> laughing yoga. Yeah. I, I oh had my. spent some time volunteering and, um, nursing homes and assisted living facilities and helping as a volunteer like helping partake in some of the activities like yoga tai chi bingo music hour things like that and uh, 
one of the things I learned about was laughing yoga. They'd be like weekly, an hour long, and everyone would gather in the activity room or the dining hall and sit in a circle. And it would really kind of, it was, it was literally laughing yoga, yoga in the sense of it being like therapeutic. And you know, with laughter, you do tend to like having possibly unless you're laughing so hard you can't breathe which is a oh, issue. but yeah. um, usually you are like having increased breathing and it's sure. good and healthy to like just I guess they do say that laughter is the best medicine yeah and so the the premise the kind of the schedule of it all would be that we would kind of like you know do some basic breathing kind of like vocal kind of warm-ups kind of get loose loosen the shoulders loosen the neck and then you know be kind of waiting in silence and maybe someone down the hall would like say something randomly to themselves or funny or someone in the kitchen would drop a plate and they were just but the awkwardness of it all might trigger uh you know someone would start laughing and you kind of have this and yeah it is, exactly this cascading uh of, of effect of just building laughter and you end up you know you kind of get really into it of like you find that nothing is funny and then you find that that fact of nothing being funny is funny and kind of keep going from there and uh that was a really great experience it's and it helps if it as a group setting because some people just have laughs that are super contagious that's true that's true it, it does sound a little bit delusional just hearing about it cold i'm not gonna yes. lie if you're walking by I'm that sure. yeah if you're walking by that you're walking by you're it's like you're walking by a group of people laughing and you're looking for the source and there's no tv <laughs> there's no and they just look absolutely like crazy yeah. you're like what's where where is it is it a ghost what is it yeah yeah maybe then you start checking whether it's the way you're walking you think it's you, you like did there you, must be a reason you, like zip up your pants correctly or <laughs> um yeah then oh geez uh, yeah, i would accidentally walk in on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah the dark humor or you know it, it's so, so subjective so yeah yeah you, you absolutely dark- dark humor and you know there is it's hard to find something that's universally funny and i think that's kind of nice um yeah i mean it it kind of reflects how there's so many different types of humanity or or you know sarcasm is another it's pretty tough yeah uh subjective can be quite controversial uh form of humor um yep pratfall slapstick physical comedy those are things I think are I, I I personally have an interest in more of like nonverbal comedy so like pratfall or clowning um, are, are interesting to me of like just you're using your physical body or your physical demeanor sure. um, since I feel like language and having to verbal verbalize things can be kind of confining um, so I have an interest in that or you could just learn all the languages yep or you just do that you know it's just the way to roll no big shakes um, <laughs> but. Yeah, it is in Tarabana for you of how humor has helped or hurt, whether you make a joke that's not funny. <laughs> and the person's Ooh. like, that's offensive. Or actually, I know someone who uh, uh. who was affected in a bad way by that thing you're making a joke about, making light of. That's kind of, it's also, speaking of bad feelings from earlier, not a good one. Mm. Oof. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I seem to be a negative Nelly right now. No, I don't mean to be that way. <laughs> Dragging me down. No, it's fine. It's fine. Great One Direction song. Here we go. 
there's a game there's a game with these podcasts it's terrible if you do care to listen to all of the footage of tallying i think at this point this is episode 11 now what is the tally we have of references to uh see one direction Sugar Ross. Hey, hang on. There's not too many of One Direction. There's only a few sprinkled here and there. There might be more than we think because we just kind of say it. Like we probably mentioned Sugar Ross more. Sugar Ross, uh, Ludovico Inadi. Mm, coming up on the playlist. Coming up on the playlist <laughs> so that we're gonna get. That we're gonna get. Well, we're gonna twice, get into it twice. We're gonna special, get into it in special a little, mention just after him. just after this. But I think Ludo. I can't think of what else we we tend to frequently mention. My, I think I've mentioned my fear of flying a couple times. Oh, also, I mean, of course, in, I would not count. Our love of music is every episode. So that would that's, not that's be. That's kind of the, the middle space of the bingo card. Yeah. Yeah. Free space. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, an activity for you in Terbang. Not that we're giving a prizes or anything for that, but if you just for your own sake or. Or like uh, people that you find as like a good influence that, you know, have inspired you and perhaps your sense of humor. You know, yeah. Whether it's personal, like family members or friends, yeah. or I always like that. I always like, like in my family, like my brother. Just with the person, like the unique dynamics of each of the members, like mm-hmm. he's very funny, and also because he's the most comfortable with the immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we, like my mom, thinks he's like really, really funny, and I think he is objectively quite funny but like you just know like you don't know if you'd actually be like Essex like worldwide famous comedian level <laughs> of funny but I, I think that's always special when you have this little secret comedian that's you know only in your close family or your close circle of, circle of friends and you can't really explain it to anyone outside that group because you know, what, what do you guys say oh my brother he's so funny he's so hilarious he's so witty but your person's listening is like okay like yeah <laughs> cool it is i think that's kind of that's okay um in my family we we're just all you know punsters like we always just come up with random puns and mm-hmm. the only acceptable reaction is to groan even if they are like there are no bad puns but the only reaction they all deserve is just groans like there's no ha ha it's just it's always oh so, that's your applause <laughs> that's your um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 it, it it passes as both applause and boo. So you know, <laughs> it's just acknowledgement that you know the words were said, and then let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like oh, that's like the code in your family, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. But so, so anyways, getting sidetracked here. We do have some music. This is a part. Uh, and Terabang, if you had skipped to. <laughs> When oh, we, it's music time! Great. When Fantastic. we recommended, when we recommended early in the episode, when we had a kind of a jilty start there, uh, we do have some songs that we'd like to share. It's it's a bit different feel from humor. I'll be honest. Um, uh, it's it's a little more driven, shall we say? Um, the first one uh, we'd like to recommend is uh, this song by We Are All Astronauts um, called Violet Delights. It's sorry, is that violent with an N or violet like the color? Violent delights. It comes from a line of uh Romeo and Juliet. Um Fire Lawrence is like saying, These violent delights have violent ends, and it's it's kind of a poetic and it's also a famous phrase that's been used in Westworld. Um I think said which by is which is a Oh, it's it's a show by a TV HBO, show. I think, and okay. it's about like robots coming to life. 
but yeah, uh, becoming sentient. Anyway, so it's a great song. I don't know if it's been inspired by that or not, uh, the show. <laughs> could be shambles here. It could be a coincidence. It could be coincidence. It starts off um, kind of mellow, but then it, it feels like a bit of a roller coaster. You can definitely see or feel when there are downhill parts because it it just kind of the chicka 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 just kind of like accelerates and it's it's really great. Okay, I'm rambling. Headphones recommended, but it is a, it is kind of a like an eight to nine minute piece. Turn up um, the bass if you've got one. Kind of like yeah yeah get a subwoofer going, um, but we we picked it to be the first of the list because we thought that it'd be kind of a good seed point for the other songs that we kind of already have in our little bank of music that we like, anyways. Yeah, uh, music uh, song number two is uh, the theme from the Imitation Game by Alexander Dispot. Oh, God. Um, and it's also another, like, song. I don't know Sorry, how to I say, oh, God, that. because Stephanie and I watched this movie together in, in theaters. We watched this film together. And yes. it, was, it was a rough time for me personally because Stephanie has a longer movie stamina than I. And mm. we actually had seen the first Hobbit. No, the second one. The second Hobbit, and then Desolation of Smaug. Yeah, the full film, and then immediately kind of snuck into this film, which was a very different genre and pace as well. But it was at this point like eleven at night. It's like double Cumberbatch. Yeah. Uh, yes, which one of Stephanie's fans. So for me, great film, loved it. Barely remember it though, but great soundtrack. It's a great, great film, great soundtrack. Um, lovely piano theme that uh, Mr. Desplat has got going. So it's kind of fits in the same vein as Violent Delights. So definitely take a listen to that. Um, third music song, I keep saying music. Third song is uh, our buddy Ludo, friend of the podcast, <laughs> Ludovico Ayanati. So original. <laughs> um, he has a song called Experience, which uh, kind of starts off mellow and then uh, becomes more like uh, I don't know any other term other than like focus. Like it, it has its own fine drive, motivated. Maybe? Yeah, fine. The, t- uh, I don't know. The melody well, becomes more clear. There's kind of less background. Yeah, or it like takes it finds its own direction. The one direction. The one direction. <laughs> <laughs> that direction being uh, one direction. I'm Is sure there's right, many directions it could go. It's just the direction he chose. So. For now, it is, yes, the one direction. The one direction of the song. I'm not proud of that, but, you know. (laughs) Okay. Oh, of you. Off to you now. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the studio. Back to you. Um, So kind of continuing off of this. um, Yeah, I guess uh, something that I I noticed whenever I first listened to Violent Delights, because it was Stephanie's song that she kind of first... uh, Pose. love it so much mm-hmm. to hear it right yeah very grateful that you introduced me I am, I am familiar with the group we are all astronauts um but was had not really explored that track uh, they're british but operate in boston i found out yesterday interesting yeah. fun stuff okay keep going sorry are they tories <laughs> uh <laughs> like for the revolution days um they came out of leeds so i i don't know where no i, I doubt it but who knows? Who knows? Um, <laughs> but this is a song from a movie um, called Mountain Between Us. Came out a few years ago. Another soundtrack. As you know, Steph and I, we tend to drift towards cinematic music a little bit. Sweeping scores, you know. Sweeping Just scores. Do something. Sweeping. Hit you in the feels. 
we're there, especially when we're so empty inside. <laughs> hollow. Hollow. Like a nutshell. <laughs> like an Easter bunny or a nutshell. <laughs> um, but this is, I want to make sure I'm saying, might not, might not be saying this name correctly. Ramin Jawadi? Perhaps. I've always said Dejawadi, but I could be very wrong. Perhaps. Um, Again, all the information is going to be in our posted playlist on Spotify and everything. You can get clarification. Um, But it's a song from the movie uh, Mounted Between Us, and it's called Finding the Cabin. And again, kind of was said to me in the song that Stephanie gave, uh, Violent Delights, um, kind of had this nice trilling piano, kind of like triplet kind of effect, kind of sprinkled throughout the piece. Um, thoughts, Stephanie? I like it. It's, is that the one that you mentioned has like a, a bit of the Paperman in it? Yes, a little bit of like the Paperman um, theme song that we talked about in a previous episode. Um, the second, going back to Ludo, because you know what we think it was just too long of a separation. We wanted to make sure you didn't forget about him. Um, <laughs> Run of the podcast, if anybody, and if any of you, you know, know him and you know can get in contact, we'd love to have him on. <laughs> uh but this song is called time lapse and it has you know his i think for me i like his music because it's kind of uh, multi-dimensional to me because he's using what i consider a bit more traditional instruments like piano orchestra but then he sometimes puts in some kind of synthesizer sounds or a little bit of sound mixing in the background or kind of effects amplifier effects on the piano or, or strings. And I think they just adds in their dimension to the it's pieces. It's a little bit surprising considering like it's mm-hmm. usual oeuvre um, yeah. style. Um, so I do like that aspect. And this, this song touches on that and kind of has this kind of like, makes you feel like you're on kind of a gyroscope or kind of a spinning, slowly spinning um, effect or, or kind of general gesture with it. Um, again, kind of like this, but there is this, this progression and this drive and direction to it as well as it evolves to the piece. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. next song. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the direction. Direction. We've already addressed trying, this. I'm just trying to get there, you know. <laughs> we, are, we are getting through this list. Mm-hmm. The next song um, we have today to present to you in Tarabang, um, it's by the group of Tangerine Dream. It's called Love on a Real Train. Um, to quite a famous piece um i don't recall again the order whether it was already a song but then it was you know featured in um but it's in this movie uh, risky business um and it's kind of in a very very special scene where the tom cruise uh, takes you know takes place on a train mm. uh and then he has love on a train that is real um so um good for him yeah i, and I think you knew a little tidbit about this song Stephanie. Well, not necessarily the song, but Tangerine Dream. I heard uh, Hans Zimmer was uh, has been inspired, I think, by Tangerine Dream. Um, and I think Kraftwerk. Um, yeah, I think I was listening to some interview or podcast where he was talking about his uh, influences. And he mentioned those. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay. Interesting. I'd be curious as to wonder why. Because for me, like Risky Business is a pretty influential, pretty famous film. So maybe I don't know if that's where he discovered the group or not. Um, no idea. But yeah, this this to me this song in comparison to Violent Delights, it's you know, it's another lengthy eight to nine minute piece, um, but it kind of has the same general baseline theme throughout. 
and Twilight Delights has a lot of like micro themes, subsets within it. I, I think feel- we we talked about before recording this. We talked about how Violent Delights feels kind of like a one of those movie suites where mm-hmm. you you get like a uh, you know a couple minutes or so of the songs from all the songs mm-hmm. from a movie. So it feels like you've really gone on a journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is kind of cool. It's got, you know, very interesting different snippets. and Yeah, but it's not like hard edits. They've like no. made it nice and blended it through. So There's like an over, over, uh, overture. Underlying motif that runs throughout mm-hmm. kind of like carrying it like the, the railroad um, stringing it all together. Yeah. yeah. The tracks. Yeah. The tracks. And then it, it. And then it sends you into cyberspace at the end. It's really cool. For Violent Delights, yes. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, Love in a Real Chain is more of a kind of a steady steady yeah steady grind um, Se- steady chug <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, and then um ending out closing out this list we have for this episode uh, and sarah bang we have um the piece is called resolve and it's by nathan lanier um it's a very short piece actually it's kind of different for us because usually we're pitching either three at least some, at least four at least four here. minutes songs but easily 10 minute songs so this is two minutes i wish personally it was longer i feel like it could really someone would probably has skills to edit it to become longer or put it together with another one of his Make songs. A remix guys please and send please. it to us um but i don't know i think it kind of has a lot of surprising pacing i mean it packs a punch for just two minutes i think it has a lot going on in there and um yeah, so it's not a uh, solid. It's a yeah. solid song. Definitely a solid song. A lot of song. things going on, and uh, you're in for a surprise. Yeah, so it's like a condensed version of Violent Delights. So if it has multiple themes, but it's sort of nine minutes, it's two minutes. <laughs> Different show. Sounds like a one of those Disney rides where they've really just hit fast forward on <laughs> on the roller coaster, so you're really speeding through the tracks, and then it's done. What? <laughs> I'm like sorry. you know, you know, like a, when you're actually on it, the, like or the, like the roller coaster, or or like those you know rides, like it's a small roller or something. You know, it's paced out. the The engines of the oh, little cars that you're in, mm-hmm. they're in a certain speed. They're, yes, preset to, speeds, like five miles an hour or something. But say it's like the someone someone of the tripped ride. and stepped on the lever, and it yeah, just... like say say it's like the evening, right? And the the park's getting ready to shut down. And it's like you know. They're, they're just <laughs> trying to jones in, you know, and make sure that you get the last ride because you're really insistent, you're really eager. But then, you know, the employee turns up the dial. <laughs> Those G-forces like... on It's a Small World, you just don't know what you'd be. <laughs> really <laughs> zipping around the world there. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds awful. Sounds you're strapped. Like a... You're strapped in. You, ha- you can't. Sounds like a real ride. You can't escape. <laughs> Cannot escape that. Um. But you know you gotta keep your resolve. And <laughs> keep keep sitting keep. in that ride. You say keep your resolve. Yeah, is that not a phrase? Yeah, but that's the title of the song. Exactly. I was did you mean to... to do that again? Yes, yes, I wow. did. See, I told you. I mean, those puns. Double you have puns. a. There, you are definitely not a macadamia nut. I've got to uh... say, you've come up with. You've sprouted. You've sprouted. Some pretty clever lines this episode. Almond at best. Superficially. And you become mush into almond. Get it? Superficially ridged? Because an almond is superficially ridged. 
Get it. I don't like, think Interrobang like signed up for this. We need to have a waiver for episodes like this. <laughs> um, well, they've made it to episode eleven, so I think yes. this is when the skin comes off. Yikes! That's grim. That is dark and I grim, and you. we're trying to end this episode. We're at the de- we're at the end here, Interrobang. At the beginning, I mean, this was a roller coaster. <laughs> this was. Uh... Um, Thank you for joining us. I don't know if you if hopped you've on the this long, or you've just skipped, you know, to this part. I mean, still, congrats. Yeah, I guess we didn't get that much better as we thought we would, but no. we did have the list, though. Yes, and we hope to have better audio soon. We are working Hopefully. on that as well. Yes. Hopefully, we you're still able to hear us. Apologize very much for the previous episode. Just want to if put there was it out there. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, just just general cover all. Just you know, mm. just generally apologize <laughs> for everything we've ever done. <laughs> I don't. I wonder if my laughter sounds like laughter or weeping. Do you ever wonder that? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it sounds like weeping or you know, weeping. I'm sure it's both, but you know, it's. I said abject despair. <laughs> abject despair. Laughing through pain. Might be the title of this episode. <laughs> All right, Interbank, we will not subject you to this any longer. Thank you for okay. thank you for staying with us during this. Yeah. Um, I know for me, speaking on my behalf, um, I've really hope the best for you. I hope you're doing well. Uh, hoping... Find ways to laugh. I think that helps. I think. I mean, who am I to say? Anything? Why are we taking advice from you? <laughs> That's a good point. But you know, other people other yeah. than me have said that laughter is the best medicine. So give it you try. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. I mean, don't don't get shots. But you know. Stephanie. Okay, I'm digging myself into too many holes. Just gonna keep falling into my cavern. Just leave me be. My warmest <sighs> thoughts and feelings towards <laughs> you and Interabang, uh, both of you all. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and the days that follow.